Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Got a spare 400 grand sitting around? Well, that's what it's going to cost you if you want a piece of history. Ford is taking orders for their latest GT Now. A manufacturer plans to distribute around 500 vehicles to a select few. The application includes questions like, what Fords have you owned in the past? Why do you want to own a GT? Are you a celebrity or a professional athlete? And car collectors beware. Ford wants your info before considering your app as well. Want to learn more about your vehicle? Visit me at carcarefortheclueless.com, making you a savvy car consumer. Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program. Ron Uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I love I didn't that. know you were a nerd, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You want to be that uh, David Bowie song? Jiggy, play guitar. It's a great name, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Yes, indeed, it is the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and, of course, the brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app available. In the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us, you can stream the show live, 24-7 replays, use of news and programming information, all available on our app. And, yes, indeed, today, we've got a... (laughs) We've got a cluster... Of political news we've got to talk about today with our good friend Josh Bernstein at the Josh Bernstein Show. We're also going to talk about some health news because, of course, he is a spokesperson for AMAC. And uh, the uh, healthcare industry uh, is slowly but surely falling apart. And uh, before we go to Josh, let's talk about election night on the net. It's coming up election night. Uh, we're going to be chatting with uh, our good friend Frank Cotolo that night. We're also working on getting uh, Dan Badondi, I believe, formerly of uh, Infowars. He's going to be on that that show as well. We've got all sorts of different people going to be on the broadcast. I'm working to get on Barry Farber because, of course, Barry has told me on many occasions for the last <laughs> four years, he's like, I was on your show the night that Romney lost at the very minute Romney lost and he goes I've got to be on to redeem myself so uh, he is going to be on uh, we're working with, with him to, to get everything scheduled but uh, before we do that uh, we've also got our good friend Josh Bernstein with us today. He is joining us live, and 
And um, Josh, there is a heck of a lot going on in this uh, presidential race. Uh, Trump is up. Trump is down. Uh, Hillary emails that the media didn't want to talk about. Uh, first of all, let's talk about these emails because I find these things so damn entertaining. And I look at the fact that she is just such a desperate individual uh, trying to appeal to. She doesn't like any. She doesn't like any minority whatsoever. And uh, she she can't stand the Bernie peoples and and all this stuff. Go through some of the highlights of some of these emails that have been released. I think we should start with, instead of Hillary Clinton saying, uh, good evening, my fellow Americans, she could change it to, good evening, my fellow rednecks, basement dwellers, irredeemable basket of deplorables, needy Latinos, and black super predators. (laughs) Yes, and that would cover everybody, Josh. (laughs) That would pretty much cover it all. Uh, you know, it's been a it's been a very quiet, like crickets. You know, the past couple of days, there hasn't been any news at all coming out of anywhere. Uh, look, you got another two thousand being released today. You had twelve hundred yesterday. You had two thousand eighty six the day before that. The, the the problem is this. Okay, when the media has covered the Donald Trump tape from eleven years ago. An astounding 198 hours, and they have devoted <laughs> that is amazing. 13 minutes, 13 minutes to WikiLeaks. You've got a major disinformation campaign going on in this country, and it makes it very hard to get the truth out. Even with all of these leaks and everything coming out, we're seeing it. Conservatives are seeing it. Uh, the people, you know, in conservative media are seeing it. But is Joe Blow, you know, that's not paying attention, that's still working his job, comes home to his wife and kids at night and turns on the TV? No, they're hearing about an 11-year-old tape. So here's my suggestion to the Trump campaign. He needs to really punk the media bad. What he needs to do is he needs to make an announcement on Twitter or whatever and say, I have a very serious announcement about my campaign. Uh, I will be doing it on Friday night at... Six o'clock, uh, and he ought to buy time on ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, Fox, and MSNBC. However much it costs, it doesn't matter. And he needs to have a press conference. He needs to get the press to believe that it's something serious, like he's going to drop out or he's going to you know, <laughs> step awesome. aside. Yes. And he needs to use this opportunity for 15, 20 minutes to go through the WikiLeaks in front of a national audience almost like debate 2.5, except without Hillary there to defend herself. And he needs to do that, and I would do that immediately, because otherwise this stuff is going to get buried and continue to get buried, and nobody's going to be out there looking at it but us. And we've got to get millions of, you know, Hispanics and black Americans and Asian Americans and Bernie Sanders supporters and Jill Stein supporters and Gary John. We need to get all these people involved and know what is going on in these WikiLeaks. It is so, so important. So that would be a suggestion to the Trump campaign. Now, uh, that, that, is actually, that is actually pretty amazing. And I'll tell you, just, just from some of the different things that I've you know, heard and, 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 and have researched fairly recently, he's got some people behind him that, that could throw that kind of money <laughs> that, could, uh, that, that could do that because 
it, it this this is this is getting down to crunch time, Josh. It really is. Uh, I agree with you. I mean, there's so many things that are going on. I've just heard that Anonymous has a tape that they are teasing that they haven't released yet, but there's a tape that they're saying that they have uh, Bill Clinton sexually assaulting a 13-year-old girl. Yes, I've seen now, that they, as well. They haven't released it. They haven't released it yet, but that is something that uh, they say they're that they have proof of and they're going to release. Uh, CNN and the other networks have been told by the heads of their networks to uh, do not give any face time or any attention to the Danny Williams saga, yep. which could be his yep. illegitimate African-American son. We, we, this is not media bias anymore. I want folks to know this. This is not media bias. This is media collusion Yes, at the highest levels, from the FBI to the media to the State Department to the Hillary Clinton campaign, to the moderators, to the government, to the Obama administration, to the European Union, to the globalists. It is everybody against Donald Trump. People need to understand that nobody, and I mean nobody, none of the networks can be trusted anymore, unfortunately. We've got Josh Bernstein with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. And uh, one of the things that, uh, that, that I am just astoundingly happy about with the uh, Donald Trump campaign is the fact that the real Donald Trump is now uh, back in the game. I, I don't know yeah. what happened. Without a doubt. You know, look, <laughs> I think that with the abandonment from Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell and, you know, and some of these other Republicans, prominent Republicans that have decided that it was politically expedient to, ste- you know, step all over him when this tape was released, um, as I said before, I think, as he said in that interview with Bill O'Reilly, that the shackles have been taken off. And Bill O'Reilly tried to get him to say, what do you mean, were you being held back before? And he said, well, no, but I have more of a freedom to do what I want to do. And if that's the case, he needs to take the WikiLeaks directly to the American people. Instead of having us share it on Facebook, which we're doing, and on Twitter and LinkedIn and all over the place, that's great, that's wonderful. But we're only reaching a certain segment of society. There's a lot of people out there who are not paying attention. But if they hear that Donald Trump has a major announcement on Friday night at 6 o'clock, people are going to tune in. Millions of people are going to tune in. And guess what? He's going to be able to have 15, 20 minutes, however long he wants to, to go through the, the information. And you know what else could happen is the media, once they find out they've been punked, they may cut and go to a, you know, a TV show that's oh, on, yeah. or they may cut stuff. I mean, this could be another, <laughs> oh, yeah. this could be another one of the Oakland Raiders. Remember the Oakland Raiders in the 1970s? <laughs> I forget what the name of it was. But they cut away from the game, and they went to something else. Or it was a political debate, and they cut to the game. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Yeah, but I yeah. could see them doing... I could see them doing a similar situation, and what would, <laughs> that would happen be awesome. <laughs> is there'd be enough alternative media that would be covering it that they would then be able to spread the word that the other part of the media decided to hide it, and it could be even bigger. You see, yeah. you can and turn this into something huge if you just use a little ingenuity and intellectual. Oh stuff. yeah, and he's and he's got people on his on his campaign team that are experts in that type of area and uh i'll I'll tell you if 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 they're smart they will take your advice on this because he could he could just put it all out there 
and cause all sorts of hell for Hillary if he really, really wanted to. Because the media is not going to cover these emails. It, it ain't going to happen. Right. She is said I'd love to do a little video about this, but the problem is if I do a video and I spread it around, the problem is that everyone else is going to see it and they'll get wind of it and it won't be as effective. That's yeah. like I don't know what to do. You know, I, I want to do a video, <laughs> but I don't want to do a video. <laughs> well, and see, that's the that's the thing is that uh, you 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 want to put something together here. Uh, speaking of uh, something that you you recently did, tell us about this uh, this campaign ad that uh, I, I got an email the other day about this. That, that this is a heck of a uh, cool piece that 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 uh, got put together. Did you put this together or? I did, yeah. I did that myself. Uh, the reason I did that is because I understood what the Trump campaign was doing and Donald Trump was doing by bringing in the four victims of Bill and Hillary Clinton. But the problem was that the press conference was so short, it was only like three and a half, four minutes long, and when the women spoke, it was more like, uh, vote for Donald Trump. Yeah. You know what I mean? They didn't get yeah. a chance to go into... Uh, the details, if you will, the sordid past, if you will, of what Bill Clinton has been capable of doing and has done to these brave, patriotic women. So I put together the ad because I think that uh, it gives you about 15 to 25 seconds of each one of the four women that at least get a, to explain a little bit about, you know, what Bill Clinton did to them. That's why I picked the four women that uh, were actually on the uh, pre-debate conference, um, press conference. And then at the end I said, if these four women don't make you want to not vote for Hillary Clinton, maybe these four men will. And I showed a picture of uh, Ambassador Stevens and Glenn Doherty and Tyron Woods and uh, Sean Smith. And uh, then I said, you know, I'm Josh Bernstein, I approve this message. Because it's a powerful ad, it's a visual ad, it's an ad that people can see that and go, wow. This is what this guy is all about, and this yep. is why we cannot let this person anywhere near the White House. We've got Josh Bernstein with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, coast to coast to border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course, 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well. And, uh, Josh, that, that there is, there is, uh, some other things going on. You were mentioning, you were talking about, um, this whole thing with social media, um, and, and how Trump's wanting people to get out there and do all these things. Um, how has social media changed uh, the, uh, the this landscape of this of this election? Well, I think it's changed it quite a bit because you know the we're seeing from the WikiLeaks that there's a monopoly um, against you know conservatives and people that have you know an opposition thought or you know an opposition position. And what's happened is with social media. They can't control their narrative like they would like to nearly as much. And thank God for Julian Assange and the work that he has been doing and putting himself out there uh, as a target to be able to get to the truth. I mean, it's just fantastic, and I, I pray for him, and I hope he's safe and everything else. Uh, but, you know, when you look at what's going on and how much stuff is coming out from bashing Catholics to trying to change Yes. To get rid of uh, the Catholic religion in this country, to calling Bernie Sanders supporters basement dwellers, to calling blacks 
you know, super predators to Taco Bowl engagements. I mean, yep. you know, it's just endless. And what we really need is uh, we need to have this information hit the mainstream because whether we like it or not, not everybody is getting their news, unfortunately, from the Drudge Report, from myself, from Alex Jones, from, you know, social media, from Facebook, from Twitter, LinkedIn, all those other things, you know, Pinterest and, you know, uh, Instagram. There's still a lot of Americans, unfortunately, that are sitting at night and they're watching ABC, CBS, and NBC, and they're getting their heads filled with the, you know, propaganda indoctrination of the left. So how do you combat that? How do you gain a national audience to see the opposite point of view? You, you do something where you punk the media and you get them and force them to cover it. That's how you do it. I'll tell you, that, 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 just, <laughs> that just sounds like such a great strategy. We've got... But if you have any contacts in the Trump campaign... Quietly get that over to them. <laughs> oh, I'm doing the same thing. I, I would. Uh, I need to do that. I, I think this would be a a hell of a deal, uh, just to be able to get uh, you know this, because it would it would really it would punk the entire media spectrum, because those guys exactly. wouldn't have a clue what the hell was coming, and then all of a sudden, bang, there it is. <laughs> this right. this would and, be and beautiful. He could, make, he could even he could even make an announcement saying, "I have a major announcement about my campaign. Everyone that supports me, you must you know hear this or watch this. I'll be doing it Friday night." And then he needs to gain he needs to gain access to you know how like when there's a presidential State of the Union and you turn on the television and it's on. You know, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, everybody's covering it at the same time. Oh, yeah. We need to get us covering it all at the same time. And hard. I can't get out That's of it. That's what we need to do. It would be hilarious. We've got Josh Bernstein with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, coast to coast, to border to border, on TuneIn, iTunes, our radio loyalty, Stitcher, and, of course, the brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store. Now, um, something else uh, that I want to get your thoughts on besides all this... All this political wrangling that's been going on. Uh, you're a representative for AMAC. Tell us a little bit about some of the different uh, news that, that's kind of been buried about the uh, Obamacare fairly recently. Well, obviously, we just had a major uh, Democratic congressman come out and say that it's not working. Yep. We know yep. that in the states that um, it's imploding. We know that... Uh, you know, Aetna, U.S. Healthcare, many of these other you know carriers are going out and, and going out of the program completely because they're starting to realize what it, you know what a fraud it is. And the fact is that you you can't keep your doctor. You're not going to have lower premiums. You're not going to have as good coverage as was promised. We even know, uh, you know, with the um, the tape that came out a while ago where he said that the American people were stupid for believing in it. And now we see the lies. I mean, even from WikiLeaks, we can see the amount of lies that have been told. They've even admitted that we need to keep, you know, a, a, a citizenry that is unaware and uninformed. Well, you know what? The insurance companies are not that uninformed, and therefore they're doing something about it. And what's happening is it's imploding. The entire system is imploding now. How long is it going to stay? I don't know. I mean, if you look at the debate you see that Hillary Clinton says that she wants to tweak it and fix it, and Donald Trump says you want to replace it. Well, you know what? You can't tweak it and fix it. You have to replace it. And uh, there is an alternative, believe it or not, uh, at AMAC, 
Um, it's called The Best Plan, and it's only 15 pages long instead of 22 million words like Obamacare is. And uh, you do get to keep your doctor for real, and you also get to uh, have pre-existing coverage conditions as well. Um, but you can check it out at amac.us. We're also working on a lot of other great things, including a cost-of-living adjustment that would be permanent. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yes. And we are the conservative alternative to AARP. So, yes, folks, there is not just AARP when it comes to helping seniors and their health care. There is a totally different organization that is pro-freedom, pro-growth, and protects seniors. It's called the Association of Mature American Citizens, AMAC.us. You can call them at 888-262-2006. Again, 888-262-2006. Tell them that you heard Josh Bernstein, their national spokesman on the Gigi Jaguar show, and we'll even give you a no-strings-attached free membership. That's right, a free membership just for mentioning my name, Josh Bernstein, and that you heard it on the Jiggy Jaguar show. And uh, check us out at amac.us. Now, um, explain this cost of living adjustment, because this this sounds uh, just like something seniors need these days. Oh, without a doubt. You know, look, uh, last year uh, the federal government gave themselves and their federal employees a 1.1% federal increase. And seniors have not had an increase in cost of living adjustment in quite some time. They got one in 2012, but let's look at the facts. It was because it was in an election year. Other than that, they have not had a cost of living adjustment. You've got the cost of drugs going up. You've got the cost of food going up. You've got the cost of living going up. You've got the cost of, you know, rent and mortgages, all these different things that are going up, and yet seniors are left with absolutely nothing. That is unconscionable, and it is unfair. And so that's why we're working on a cost-of-living adjustment that will be permanent for seniors. We've got Josh Bernstein with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone talking a little bit about some of the different health news. Uh, what, what is, what is going to make people wake up on this Obamacare stuff? Well, I mean, it's really hard to say. I would hate to say this because I certainly wouldn't wish anyone ill health or any issues or, or death or problems or anything, but it may just have to be a situation where enough people have suffered personally from either being denied coverage, uh, denied uh, maybe um, a certain operation and told to have life uh, you know, management, pain management support instead of a life-saving operation. We know that's what the Independent Panel Advisory Board has been uh, put in place to do. They are basically, as Sarah Palin has said, a death panel because they're there to control costs. So I think, unfortunately, people may have to suffer at the hands of Obamacare, uh, either permanently or, or temporarily, for people to wake up and realize that it's a program that can't work. Now, uh, the, uh, the, the thing that I've been trying to figure out is what can we fix this and replace this with? Well, again, as I said, there's the AMAC Best Plan, which is a, which is a fantastic plan. It's uh, only 15 pages long. People can go to amac.us and, and, look at, and look for it. But I think there's a couple things you do. Number one, you repeal and replace the entire thing, absolutely every single phrase, syllable, syllable and word of it. Then what you do is you do what Donald Trump was talking about. You open it up over state lines so that you increase competition, which certainly will decrease cost. Three, you do medical uh, 
malpractice reform. If you sue a doctor, you better be able to prove it. Otherwise, that doctor should be able to come to you. And the fourth thing is uh, you do health savings accounts. And then the fifth thing would be that uh, you cover people with pre-existing conditions. However, you give the insurance companies large tax breaks and incentives for covering all the people. I think if you do those things, you'll have the best health care system in the world. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live. Josh Bernstein joins us each and every week on our broadcast to talk about some of the different issues of the day. And, uh, Josh, as we move forward here, besides all the different things that uh, are going on with the elections, there's been a lot of news out of uh, Russia that uh, they are preparing their citizens for a potential nuclear war with the United States. What is the Obama administration doing that we're not being told? Well, I think, you know, a lot of people have said, and, and this is the last thing I have to say because I have to go. I have another No problem. Another no interview. problem. No problem. But I will, say, I will say this, that there's been a lot of talk about them trying to start a uh, war with Russia to try to put off the uh, U.S. presidential elections. I don't know if that's going to happen or if it's truth, but, you know, it seems awfully uh, coincidental that these things are happening with it within a month to go. Okay? Yes. Well, I'm going to let you go. Have yourself a wonderful day, my friend. We're going to get to Richard Kurtz from Strategies PR here in just a few moments. We've got more coming up. Jason Roberts of the Wealth Investors Minute. For all you self-employed business owners, the thought of an audit can give you nightmares. If you file a Schedule C to report profit or loss for your business, then your odds of drawing additional IRS scrutiny go up. Schedule C is a treasure trove of tax deductions for self-employed folks, and it's also a goldmine for IRS agents who happen to know from experience that self-employed sometimes claim excessive deductions and don't report all their income. Excessive write-offs for restaurant tabs and hotel stays will set off alarm bells. Home office deductions also create red flags. You have to have a specific area used only for business in your house. Claiming 100% business use of an automobile is also red meat for an IRS agent. They know that it's rare for someone to actually use a vehicle 100% of the time for business, especially if no other vehicle is available for personal use. And remember, there's a big difference between tax avoidance and underpayment of taxes. This is Jason Roberts with the Wealth Investors Minute. Check out audibletrial.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. For you, the listeners of the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I recommend End of Watch by Stephen King. Check out audible.com. It is amazing. Check out A-U-D-I-B-L-E. T-R-I-A-L dot com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. That's audibletrial.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash Jaguar. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash Jaguar for your free audiobook. Talk with Jiggy right now at 267-22-JIGGY or email jiggyjaguar at jiggyjaguar.com. 
It is the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar radio program, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, of course, brand new. Cheeky Jaguar app available in the app store, <laughs> JiggyJaguar.us. We're going to try to reach Rich Kurtz from Strategies PR here in just a few seconds to get him on the horn. Rich. There's Rich. How are you, sir? Sorry about that. I was talking to Mr. Josh Bernstein, couldn't get him off the horn, and uh, now we got you. <laughs> Okay. How are you, my friend? Well, I am late, and I apologize. Hey, that's fine. Not an issue. We're just we're just doing a little radio show over here. It's not a big deal. <laughs> now, um, we were talking with Josh a few moments ago about some of this weirdness that is going on. Uh, only some. <laughs> only some. That's right. In this uh, in this election cycle. Um, Josh suggests that that Trump go on uh, Twitter or or some social media and say, "Hey, I've got a major announcement coming up um, about the campaign," and then go out and buy time on all the major networks, and then <laughs> just basically take an hour to read about the emails that WikiLeaks has leaked out there. Basically, troll the media. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what he needs to do is he needs to, I, I would tend to agree with that mostly, he needs to back the media into a situation where they can't not cover him, basically with social media clamoring, expecting to see if he's going to quit. Because yes. anybody with two ounces of brains knows he can't quit, but that, you know, that rules out an awful lot of voters. So they will be paying attention to, hey, wait, maybe he's going to quit, and then he can come out. But what he has to do when he comes out with that purchase time is it had better fit all the rules of of um, of audio media, audiovisual media. It had better get the attention of whoever's watching it in six seconds yeah. and then be able to say it succinctly and ba-boom, boom, boom. And it better be interesting, and it better be soundbite front or front loaded, and it better be like I wrote it because <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> because, because, it better be like it, I wrote it, baby. <laughs> because, because if it ain't, if it ain't, people are just going to go, "Oh, I thought he was quick, quitting and shut it off." Yeah. He, he's got to have things in between to go that are that are revelations, not repetitions. And even if they're repetitions, they got to be, they've got to be spoken like revelations. Yeah. And he's got to put on the line the fact that you might not understand this, but with Congress having been pretty darn lazy over the last several years, or ineffective, and with the loss of people in the Supreme Court over the last couple of years, the entire ability for the government to operate the way it was intended is now at stake. And the very idea that the Supreme Court justices need to be appointed based on the idea that they now know how the world operates, well, no, that's not true. The world operates within the lines of the words we have set out to operate by. Otherwise, it operates in chaos. Now, we have enough cat herding we have to do <laughs> to, contr- to control the chaos when we have the words in place as guidelines for human behavior. When you start 
tinkering with the words, which is exactly what she wants her Supreme Court to do. We no longer have guidelines for human behavior. Yes. And you, me, and a lot of other people are moving to the mountains in Montana because <laughs> because they're going to come looking for people like us. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or maybe we can go to Kansas. They won't be able to find Kansas. They really. won't be able to find it. It uh, it it it'll and you know that 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 that's why I thought about moving to Iowa. Uh, uh, in in May was because that that that's even less of a uh, of a way to find me. Um, we've got Richard Kurtz of Strategies PR joining us today on Skype Audio to discuss uh, the election and some of the other issues of the day. Uh, joining us live here at thirty one minutes past the hour and uh, coming up uh, here in a few moments, we will have a uh, our, our great regular correspondent uh, joining us live. And um, you you've got a, a lot of background in the P. PR industry and the one thing that, that you were you, that's the theory what one of the things that you mentioned earlier uh that that was what well, you know you said it as a joke but 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 it actually is the way that he needs to do things um how could he improve his as far as donald trump how could he improve his pr by being able to go out and and do like you do with some of your clients where you write these press releases and you write talking points for hosts and you do all these things and you and you get people's attention how can he improve his way of doing things because i see so many times he does things where you know he's he's proud of the fact he doesn't have a teleprompter and he's proud of the fact he doesn't do this and that but I'll tell you, if he was a little bit more prepared, <laughs> I think he'd be able to get his message across a little bit better. Well, I don't know who said it, but there's no such thing. Uh, I think it was Churchill. There's no such thing as an impromptu, impromptu speech. Um, anytime you're going to address the public, uh if it is really impromptu, you have to say exceptionally little and have somewhere in the back of your mind the two or three words you're going to say that are poignant and can't hurt you. After that, any time you open your mouth in public, particularly if you are the one of the two foremost attended public figures in the country at the time, if not the world, you had better have an element of preparedness, even though it doesn't look that way. Now, I'm not advocating somebody write his words for him or put words in his mouth. I don't do that for my clients. We don't do that when we help someone or guide someone in the editing of a book because then it would be our book and not theirs. The idea is is to preserve the voice, to preserve the originality, to preserve everything that is interesting about that person and enable him to take his message and just make it more effective. And in order for him to do that, he's going to have to listen to someone that does this. He's going to have to 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 stop using the same word over and over again. It may very well be that she is a disaster, but when you use it seven times in 40 seconds, the exactly. word disaster stops, exactly. stops having as much meaning. I, I noticed um, that at, at the debate is he was he was making a lot of good points and he was he was having a blast doing it and it was you know the Donald Trump that everybody fell in love with and that you know was the fighter and all this stuff 
But he just kept doing that. Oh, she's just a disaster. Just a disaster. And I'm like, yeah, you 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 got to calm down, buddy, because uh, the great Tom Likas, the, uh, the 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 radio talk show host out in uh, Los Angeles, uh, whenever he would have people on his show that that were that were haters that would call in and would talk about how he sucked and his show sucked and everything, they they would have these talking points and then they would repeat them. And he would always, right before he hung up on him, he was like, you're repeating your material. And <laughs> I've seen him do that a lot at that debate. You're repeating your good. material. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but you know, there are elements that need to be repeated. But from having raised children, I know that the general audience does not have a long attention span. And if you say the same thing the same way, they don't listen. So you have to say or make the same point different ways. We have a lot of language. Now, I'm going to say something that is explanatory but not apologetic for okay. Donald Trump. Donald Trump works in the real estate and finance industry. While being in that business, he was in the business of making money. There is limited vocabulary in that business. I know this because when I went from being academic to going into the real estate business. Yes. I found I had to pull back my vocabulary because I was overshooting my audience. Okay. I was told to do that uh, by people who I was working for. You know, you're, you're shooting this. You're doing financial planning and you're shooting it over the heads of people. You know, get, get the words with less syllables in them and make the point. Uh, Donald needs more words and he needs better words, and he needs to make them his words, and he needs to do it today, um, and he needs to step out of that. As this is a side point, <laughs> okay. Donald did his job <laughs> yes. very well. His job was making money. Yes, and now he wants to take on this other job. Hillary did her job very poorly. <laughs> because she was primarily focused on making money. Yes. Which is kind of ironic. But he needs to point that out. He has not yet made the point that I did my job very well. She did her job poorly. I'm coming in to do her job. And now all she wants to do is expand power and make more money. He's not making that clear enough and short enough for people to hear it. That's what he's got to do. He's got to... He's got to sharpen the sharpen it down. He's got to open up his dictionary, his computer, the dictionary dot com, and look up in the, the thesaurus and find a different word every time for disaster, and find a different <laughs> word every time for dishonest, and find the different word and find the small words. There's nothing wrong with doing that because his primary job now is to communicate, and the best thing about about that is 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 the the availability of the words to communicate with it. He just has to go get them and make them his. We've so got. If there was advice I would say: yes. sit down and, and 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 rethink what's coming out of your mouth before you say it. That doesn't make it less spontaneous. That just makes it more effective. Yes, 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 indeed. We've got Richard Kurz from Strategies PR joining us today here in our broadcast. We've got Harvey Neiman coming up here in just a few moments. He is uh, in in the uh, batter's box, as they say. Um, now, with with everything that's that's happening with this election, Richard, um, where. 
I've seen some polls fairly recently that he's back on top. Uh, how does he ride this momentum into this next debate and then eventually, hopefully, into winning this thing? Well, the good news is I don't think he has to go into this debate defensive. He can go into this debate completely on the offense because Chris Wallace, and I'm crossing my fingers on this, will be a journalist in, instead of a jerk. Um, We're uh, hoping. And, 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 and I am just hoping that he follows the, uh, the model of the, of the late Tim Russert, who was an absolute liberal, and I never knew it until after he died. Yes, you're right. And he is the epitome of journalistic integrity. You can convey information, and you can convey it as a journalist and not as someone trying to peddle influence. Uh, and and uh, that's what I'm hoping to see out of Chris Wallace. Um, and uh, with that, when the questions come, he just needs to take a breath and front load his answers and give the explanation to his answer and then shut up. <laughs> that is awesome. It is It is Richard Kurtz, Strategies PR, and uh, he joins us live each and every week on this broadcast. Um, Rich, but before I let you go... Um, what what do, what do you see as the as the outcome uh, moving forward going into this debate? Is uh, is Trump going to do any major screw ups before he uh, before he gets there? Well, no, but lots of people will try to demonstrate that he has screwed up. They're going to dig up uh, every every female who can tell a story and contend that you know he molested them, um, and. Uh, and they will they will do everything conceivable. I have never seen such a juggernaut that this guy is fighting. Win, lose, or draw. If I had to be in the trenches, man, I would want that guy on my side because he doesn't quit. Yes. He really doesn't quit. And uh, and I'm scared to death that he'll lose, and I'm hoping that everybody out there is just scared to death to say that they're going to vote for him and that they just carry through in the polls because we're not going to have much of a country if this woman gets a hold of it. Yeah. Well, Rich, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for being on, and uh, I will talk to you soon. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Talk to you later. Appreciate it. Richard Kurt, Strategies PR. He joins us live here in our broadcast. We're going to take a brief 60-second timeout and uh, reset. And uh, when we come back, we will have Harvey Neiman joining us. Here's your Wealth Investment Minute of the Day. And when we come back, we've got Harvey Neiman on deck here on the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program back here in a few moments. This is Jason Roberts with the Wealth Investors Minute. How do you get to a million dollars in savings if you're 30 years old? It's not as hard as you think. Most people do not pay themselves first, and that's the major problem with our country these days. You go get a raise, and then you immediately go buy something that doesn't create any value or wealth. For example, we get a $30,000 bonus on our $100,000 salary, and we go buy a brand new car with it. A depreciating asset will never make us rich. Now, I know everybody needs a car, but do you need to spend $40,000 every two years on a car? 
No, you don't. That same $400 a month payment on that new car would turn into roughly $400,000 over 30 years at 6%. So if you saved 1000 a month over that same period, that's going to be almost a million dollars. What most people don't understand, and the colleges sure aren't teaching, is that we're up to our eyeballs in debt, but we're not a saving community anymore. We're a consumption community. we got to change that. This is Jason Roberts with the Wealth Investors Minute. Back here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, the official Jiggy Jaguar app is available. In the app stores, JiggyJaguar.us. We are on both Android and iPhone. Our previous app was only available on Android. So essentially, if you go to the Android store, you're going to find two apps. They basically do the same thing, but download them both. <laughs> I don't know why you need both of them, but uh got Harvey Neiman with us today, retired law professor, portfolio manager, Customize Wall Street is the book and the website, CustomizeWallStreet.com. The topic this week, how important is the economy in this election and after? No matter who's in office, people need to have food and shelter. This is taken for granted by most and day-to-day concern for many. Will the future be about independent prosperity or dependent handouts? It's all about the economy. And we've got Harvey Neiman with us today. Harvey, how are you, sir? Uh, glad to be here, and it was nice listening to uh, Richard Kurtz. Uh, caught part of his commentary. He's a very wise gentleman. Yes, it was nice to hear that. He <laughs> is. Uh, he, you know, he he does the PR thing, but he's also a very insightful thinker as well. So uh, I always enjoy uh, chatting with uh, with our buddy Rich. Now, um, tell us first of all, Harvey. Perhaps the most important thing the voters are considering in the upcoming presidential election is the condition of the economy. If so, then how critical is creating more jobs and reducing unemployment? Break it down for me. Well, I'm happy to break it down, and I I think uh, politics aside, uh, when we look at an economy. Uh, we're more on Main Street than on Wall Street. We're we're more in our families and our schools and our neighborhoods than we are in the voting booth or listening to the uh, CNNs and that sort of thing. We're we're leading the everyday life, and so the economy is really what this is all about as we go forward and elect a new uh, leader of our country, whoever that may be, from the two major candidates. But the economy. Jiggy is really about the circulation of money because people yell at us for being materialistic. Well, that, that's really not true. That's not fair because it's the money that allows us to buy the goods and services. Uh, educate our children, put food on the table, get that transportation, buy that car that was being talked about in your wealth minute there uh, just, just a moment or two ago. Yes. It, it, it's, funny, it's money how we measure proceeding in our lives. Uh, therefore, that's the economy. Without a job, without a profession, without a small business, we cannot provide that for ourselves and our families. And therefore, the more jobs we create in this country and observe it, no matter who's creating them for us, that puts money into circulation as opposed to borrowing putting the money in the circulation. 
If we can do it from our own value and worth as business people, as workers, as employed, as professionals, as uh, counselors, and we get paid for the value of our labor, whatever it is, and I don't mean labor in the union sense, I mean the value of our worth as thinkers and as job performers, that's what this is all about. It's essential. And I've been following the jobs report ever since 2008, the low point in our economy just eight, eight, eight some odd years ago, and we are little by little actually getting better. Our people should be somewhat confident we're not out of the woods. But you need to agree with me, Jiggy, as we grow new jobs. We yes. Are getting and that's and that's the thing. I I've, I have been. Uh, Saying this for the longest time, when it when it comes to this this job situation, is that folks don't seem to and, and I don't I don't think the folks don't get it. It's it's the people who are in charge of things don't get it. <laughs> yeah. uh, they don't understand that if you you don't have, I guess, money coming in, <laughs> you can't right. buy yeah. things. Uh, you, right. you, you know, the, the thing that, that I've always said, like when, when, when the president was all rah, 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 uh, healthcare, I was like, you know something, if you put people back to work, they'd buy their own healthcare. <laughs> it's kind of an odd thing. Yeah, no argument. No argument on that. Uh, the word, word economy is a fancy word, but the word jobs and getting a regular paycheck on one form or another, whether you're a small business person or an individual, I mean, we encourage entrepreneurship. This is not uh, necessarily building up uh, any one particular type of job. We go to school to decide what we want to do when we grow up. <laughs> I think that's what we do. And then the more of us that have the opportunity to do what we want to do when we grow up, where we want to spend our eight hours a day or 40 hours a week, uh, where do we want to spend that? And this country needs to provide that opportunity because that's what this country is all about. We've got Harvey Neiman with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and the official Cheeky Jaguar app available in the App Store. Customize Wall Street is the latest from Harvey Neiman. It's a practical, comprehensive guidebook to help you take control of your financial future. Check out CustomizeWallStreet.com. Uh, since the the bottom of our recent recession back in 2008. How far have we come in reducing unemployment? I know that we we talked a little bit there about the jobs numbers. Um, what about creating new jobs? How has this helped the economy, Harvey? Well, it's, uh, there's some good numbers. We're not out of the woods yet, as you said. So I'm not trying to give uh, a lot. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not trying to give applause to any group or any administration. But the fact is the most recent numbers show that unemployment has dropped to uh, 4.8%, the most recent number in the last uh, monthly report. So that coupled with, uh, in August, the most recent numbers on the area of new jobs created in the economy, uh, 150,000 some odd new jobs have been created. Now that number is actually down from what's gone on in in 2016, this most recent year, we're in October, the 10th month, but on average, uh, the Labor Department has reported, uh, say, 200,000 new jobs monthly. So that's, a, that's an effort in the right direction. And so we, we, we want to we, we wanna ask the question, oh, how is that going to keep up? Are we going to fall off 
the edge and that is now over or does that start to get better? Uh, my thinking is if we can continue at this pace, it's been a long run, but at some point we find ourselves really out of the recession and we get that full recovery, it's indeed taking longer than we had hoped or longer than we thought, but let's not go backwards. What do you think, Jiggy? Hey, I'll tell you, you're you're the expert. If uh, if if what you're saying is uh, is the way we need to go, I think that's the way we need to go. Uh, we've got our good friend from CustomizedWallStreet.com with us today, Harvey Neiman. He joins us live here in our broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, or Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, twenty four seven replay, exclusive news and programming information. You can also watch our live videos and. Uh, participate in our podcasts and social media. You can do pretty much everything inside of our app. And uh, Harvey Neiman with us today, Customized Wall Street, is the book. It's also the website, and he joins us live. Um, what's the most important thing a new president could do to increase the level of employment in this country and, as a result, help toward full economic recovery? What about that, Harvey? Yeah, that, that's a more specific question, and uh, of course I'm not in a position to act as a new president, nor do I want to. <laughs> but yes. I, I, I think we've hinted at uh, one source of the problem that comes up in various ways during this election campaign that's going on. As we create new jobs, there's sort of three things that, that show up. There's uh, uh, foreign jobs. That, that we outsource some of our manufacturing because it's cheaper. We, we can buy the labor cheaper uh, overseas in some other foreign country. Uh, most people know of, you know, an India kind of situation or other places where labor costs are cheaper. The second category is our government to create jobs, and that's the public sector. Our government is to... to yep. those corporations, many of whom are publicly traded on Wall Street, and we know about them, but what can we do to encourage the best of those three categories would be domestic jobs that are not the government jobs, and that should resonate well with people, and if you look at the candidates, you decide which candidate or the other candidate is uh, not only promising jobs, but are they promising in the private sector jobs, where we know that's not just our tax dollars paying for the employment. Not that that's terrible, but that's not the best solution. So uh, I'm, I'm thinking we have to drill down in our candidates and find, uh, will one or the other or neither or both encourage a favorable, uh, favorable environment to private companies putting more people to work, putting more capital infrastructure into building those companies and bringing back some of the jobs that have gone overseas. Uh, that That's my view on the thing. And uh, if we're doing that now, we got to do more of it. We've got Harvey Neiman with us today. He joins us live here on the broadcast. And Harvey, before we let you go, uh, how do we find you online, pick up the book, all that stuff? Well, www.customizewallstreet.com gets you to my website. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.